0: Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Herridge with Kip Herridge here today for a special VRA podcast, one of our first dual ones of the new year. First one of the new year. Yeah, first one of the new year. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we're here to give you a brief recap of the day's market action based on what we see in the VRA investing system and, more importantly, what we see looking forward for investors And we got a pretty strong rally today after the Iran situation came into full view last night. Um, Looked like it was going to be a lot worse than than it ended up today. Dow futures last night down over 400, gold rallying up 30. Um, But 30 minutes after we saw that, we were just, we were in the room together and you were talking about how, you were tweeting also about how this was Iran's saving face. And...
1: Tell us, a little, tell me a little bit more about your thought process through that. Yeah, the the after doing this as long as I have, you know, the first thing you look for when you see an event like last night, uh, you see something that kind of shocks the world. Everybody, everybody has to turn the TV on and you know go to the Twitter account. What's happening? What's happening? I don't do any of that. The first thing I do is go check the financials. What's happening? in the bond market what's happened in the gold market last night oil market certainly right what's happened in the futures as you said and you know within about 30 45 minutes of the of the first word of the attack actually we actually knew it earlier was going to happen because we saw a spike in, in oil and gold uh somebody knew early you know about three hours before that was kind of the first clue something was off but when we saw uh the, the initial news, it sounded awful. Who knows how many bombs have been sent, et cetera, et cetera. You know, Trump's going to respond now. It's all out war. I and mean, this is what people on TV were saying. But right. if you took one look at the, at, the, at the investment markets and you saw, okay, oil's up to – it got as high as $1,600 an ounce plus, a little bit over. Uh, uh, oil got to $65 a barrel. Uh, I mean, these were decent moves, but these weren't the kind of – Dow Jones futures minus 400 – these weren't the kind of moves that told you, you know, look out. You know, if we had seen the Dow futures drop well over 500 points, if oil had hit $70 a barrel plus, if gold had hit sixteen fifty an ounce, those were our targets uh, on this news to tell us it was a really big event. We just didn't see it. So that was the, the first sign that I knew that this is probably – an attempt for Iran to be able to save face, that Trump was going to look the other way, which, of course, is what he can pretty much confirm today uh, at his press conference, Right. Uh, that we're not, we're not going to see follow-up to this. And then the market's flipped on a diamond to go from down 400 to what we were up 240 points on the Dow at one point today. Yeah. You know, that's a 600-plus point swing. And it also tells you, I think, what well, we've been talking about here for a very long time, this bull market has a lot further to go. Right now, like, the, the average person in the public wants nothing to do with this market because of the craziness that we saw last night. And people are still really scared shitless from the great financial crisis, you know. But the smart money, the real smart money has been buying this market, and that's central banks and all their buddies, right, that know where this market's going, which is a whole lot higher. I mean, our target's been down Jones 50,000 now for years, for since Trump Rise got elected. Galactic, you yeah. know yeah. And this is the kind of uh, event that for us just is confirmation you know uh, you can, you can always tell where the market wants to go by how it reacts to the news and to see this kind of a, a, of an outcome and the market's really never got hit you know during during intraday trading right right
0: especially during intraday trading yeah. and like you said last night the dow was down 400 and had a meeting got out of it and by the time i got out of it we were down 150 yeah. 200 it was half of what it was earlier Right, and then this morning, you know, we saw some solid trading before the open, and then into the open, and like you said, Trump's speech was really what set it off, and then it was just you know no looking back from there. A little bit of selling into the close though, but I mean nothing too yeah nothing big. It was yeah. a rumor
1: maybe another attack happened, but uh, you know uh, the the point that we try to stress to people. That my mentors taught me a long time ago was that it's not the news that matters most; it's the market's reaction to that news. That's the tell. If you're a poker player, you know everybody at the table's got to tell, and that's the tell for the markets. And we continue to see, this time and time again, every time we get a wall of worry, it results in a big move higher. And that's what we—that's the pattern that we expect to see going forward continue. Yeah. All right. So let's cover
0: exactly what the uh, the market did today here really quickly. Uh, the Nasdaq was our leader on the day, tech leading the way. There, up 0.67 percent to 9,129, hitting a new all-time intraday high earlier today. Uh, the S and P 500, or sorry, the Dow was right after that, up just over half a percent on the day to 28,745, within what was that, 50 points or so, a little bit more than that from a new all-time high. Uh, the S and P of 100 right there as well, just about a half a percent on the day. 3,253 and lastly the Russell 2000 up three tenths of 1% one percent to 1,663 so strong numbers there definitely but the internals yeah th- just, that's the story yeah right the, that's the story it's yes. been
1: it's been the story of this bull market uh this bull market has been you know every bull market kind of has a um uh has markers if you will and this bull market has had two clear markers. It's followed leadership, and that's been tech and the semis have led the way higher the whole way, and, and housing as well. And then the other has been the internals. The internals have, have been our kind of our, our go-to guide, and it's so important. We talk about it all the time in the podcast. Tell them what happened today in the internals. These are killer numbers. Absolutely killer numbers. Advances, beating out declines, just about 2 to
0: 1 positive. But new highs and lows just continue I mean, our bright spot every
1: day, in and out, it they, seems they, like. They tell us that this market's broadening. This is not a narrow bull market anymore. This market's broadening, and the new highs, lows, give them those figures. New
0: highs beating out new lows 15 to 1 today, with 407 new highs, to just 27, 27 new lows. When was the <laughs> last time you saw 15 <laughs> to 1 internals
1: uh you don't see it very often but it's it's this is th- you don't see these kind of readings in a market that wants to go lower you just don't and you, you can't ever say it's a guarantee of anything that's as close to as from my experience three decades of doing this that's as close to a guarantee as you're gonna you're gonna find internals like this don't happen in a market that wants to go lower just don't so we we are still at overbought levels
0: in our market yep you know could be a little bit of something to watch out for, but really strong across the board there. Looking at our sectors on the day, also really strong. Nine out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors finishing higher on the day. Tech, tech was our leader, up over 1%. Uh, followed there, communication services, healthcare, and financials. And really, we only had one loser on the day. Utilities was almost unchanged, just flat. Interest rates were up, up today. That's That was the cause there. Yeah, right. Uh, so then, the last was energy. Uh, you know, oil
1: also down today. Our biggest loser, big on the time day overbought, there. ran up a lot because of the Iran tensions, and uh, makes sense that it, that it corrects here. They've had such a great run; it's time for a pause in some of these energy names. And so, yeah, let's take a look
0: at our commodity watch really quickly here. Oil was down today, three point eight percent to sixty thirty a barrel. It was down a little bit more than that earlier in the day, but. Uh yeah, pretty down there. Gold also lower on the day. Like I said, it was up big last night, up thirty dollars an ounce at one point. Um, but finishing down nearly a full percent on the day to one thousand five hundred and fifty eight an ounce. Uh, silver down one point four percent to eighteen thirteen an ounce, and copper down half a percent to one eighty a pound. Something else we saw yesterday was Bitcoin had a little rally last night, back above its eight thousand dollar a Bitcoin mark. Did fall today though by one point seven six percent to eight thousand fourteen a Bitcoin, so it still held that eight thousand mark there. But here was a big mover today, and something that we wanted to talk about. We were talking about it earlier, was Tesla. Yeah. This has been fun to watch. I mean, whether you're on the sidelines or in it, it's a fun story here. Uh, up a big four point nine percent today. Yeah. Uh, so, we're seeing... Are You were talking about a lot of the analogies that you're seeing between Tesla and the market yeah. overall.
1: Well, you know, um, if you've been joining us on our podcast, we talk about Tesla a fair amount because it's a fun story to talk about. And it's this massive, you know, battle to the death between the bulls and the bears. And, uh, you know, look, uh, we've never recommended Tesla in the VRA portfolio. It's not really our kind of stock. But, you know, I have owned it since $42 a share. Uh, I, I've written it up uh, many times for our for our members, and they know my our position on it. We they know we like it. We're huge fans of Elon Musk, right? How can uh, we not be? How, Why root we, against him? Why? I, I just uh, one of the smartest guys on the planet, doing so much, right? Right. He's got his haters, and that's really the microcosm well, that we see of Tesla to this bull market. And um, I don't think this is far-fetched at all. So just hang with me for a second while I walk you through this. This bull market has gone up. And it's been the most hated bull market of my career. Not a close second. I don't think anybody would really argue that. You know, even as the market keeps going up, okay? Of course, we have the Trump derangement syndrome. People won't buy because of that. You have the Paul Krugams of the world that said the market's going to crash. The world's going into recession if Trump wins, right? So you have all these, quote-unquote, really smart people. Not like the Elon Musk, the really smart people, <laughs> but the, the pretend smart people. They said the market's going to crash, so if Trump gets elected. So there are a whole lot of reasons that people have stayed out of this market, but the bottom line is they have. And that's why the market keeps going up. The market always does what is going to surprise the most amount of people and cost the most amount of people the most amount of money. The market is a brutal, a brutal bitch, you know, and that's how, that's how it, it really is. Sentiment is, plays such an important role. And again, we're big followers of sentiment here. You know, the AI sentiment survey is at 37% bulls. 37% bulls. At all-time highs. At all-time highs. In
0: weeks of all-time
1: highs. It's the craziest thing I've seen in my career. Like, again, it falls in line with the most hated bull market of my career. Unbelievable insanity. But you could understand it. We came out of the great financial crisis, the worst 15-year period in the history of our country from 2000 to 2015. I I don't have to go through all the things. You remember them. 9-11, the recession. Great financial crisis, the housing and uh, uh, financial and stock market uh, collapse, right? Eight years of Obama and Obamacare, opioid crisis. I mean, think about how bad that – these wars, $7 trillion right. spent, right? 6,000 people died, 140,000 soldiers injured. I mean, the, 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 the complete devastation of that 15-year period has caused a lot of people to be in, still in very bad financial straits. And so you can understand that people aren't really excited about putting money in the stock market because I remember what just happened. I don't want that happening again to me, right? And children of those parents grew up like you, grew up seeing the pain that other parents went through as they lost their homes and as they lost their jobs, right? So you you can certainly understand why people have stayed bearish. Here's the point we're making here. Everything I just said about the stock market and the U.S. economy in the last 15, 20 years, now apply that same thought process to what's happening in Tesla. Tesla hated for pretty much forever, right? Everybody that hates Musk or the company calls it a fraud. They have a symbol, TSLAQ, which is for bankruptcy. And people are saying it's going to zero. zero. And Musk is going to prison, okay? Now, I never bought into those stories, Right. Uh, but a lot of people did, and a lot of people, by the way, were, I believe were paid to tell that story, right? That, that's propaganda to keep people out of a stock or to get them to short the stock. Build more hype, even <laughs> right? And so this short position in Tesla has built. is 20% of all the outstanding shares are short. Okay, uh, the biggest dollar short position that there is on planet Earth. And so now you now you're seeing the melt up. And, and, and really the short squeeze develop in Tesla. As Tyler just said, closed today at four ninety five dollars uh, a share of 26 bucks this year, 5.5% today. Record high. Record high again. And the, the point being, if we're right about this, the short squeeze in Tesla is only just now beginning. And just really quickly to walk you through that scenario, if you're short of stock, you've got to have a margin account, which you, know, you pay margin interest. And as the stock goes higher, you've got to keep funding your account because you get margin calls, right? Because you had to borrow the shares to short them. That's what's happening now. And so the longs, like myself and like Tyler, we love the story. Well, we see this happening. And so, you know what? We're going to bear the shorts even further. We keep buying, knowing that the further we can send the stock up, the higher price the shorts have to cover. That's what a short squeeze is. That's what's starting right now. And so, I mean, you know, our target's been $500, 600 $700 on a squeeze. That's going to be too low, I think, because they're just now starting to cover. And this is a real company that's got a lot of exciting things happening. Really but, showing they can execute now. I oh, mean, it, across incredible. every line. And now they've got the Cybertruck coming out. I mean, so much to talk about. But anyway, with the— with Well, this, really fast. Yeah. When was the last time—I mean, have you seen photos of the new factory
0: that they've opened in China? And they're starting to produce vehicles— and people are waiting in line outside of their shops to sign up to get a Tesla. When was the last time somebody waited in line to get a car? I mean, it's like yeah. an iPhone, right? I and mean, think about where Apple is, right? I mean, we talked about this earlier. That's a great. Point. If Tesla could get to a thousand and get a market cap of a hundred billion, I mean, that is not out of the realm of possibility. Especially when you have people in line to buy a 60000 sixty thousand dollar product and waiting in line
1: for it. Do you remember? Uh, here in Houston, I took you and your brother to the Galleria, and we we saw the Tesla uh, showroom. Yeah, this is and a, yeah, a while back, many yeah. years ago. And so we're sitting there looking at it, and Sam, Tyler's younger brother, says, "Where's the engine?" <laughs> 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 it's just it's batteries, man. There's no engine, you know. And so, uh, but it's been a great story to watch uh, 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 unfold here. And that really is the analogy with the market is that so many people have been talked out of buying or they're just still scared shitless because of what happened. Their money's not in the market, right? And there's still a lot of people that are short because they listen to idiots like Paul Krugman and others, you know, uh, that say we're going to recession or whatever. And uh, so that's the analogy. Seeing what's happening right now in Tesla, we believe, is a microcosm of what's about to happen in the stock market. And the move that we're going to see is we move to Dow 50,000 plus by the end of Trump's second term. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll keep bringing the story to you as Tesla at 600, 700, 800, 1,000. And then as the Dow Jones gets to 30,000, 35,000, 40,000, this is – we can't – we've told this exact story for so long that we'll – maybe a little blue in the face, talk that about it. But it's just what we see happening in the internals like you pointed out today – and uh, fund flows now starting to get more right. bullish, right? I didn't mean,
0: bring that up earlier. Earnings. I mean, that's another thing that, that was just such a negative last year was seeing equity outflows
1: as we were at all-time highs. I mean, 2019 just- ended with $135 billion in net e- equity outflows from ETS and mutual funds. And again, it just makes no sense, but it also is confirmation of what's, what lies ahead because the public is going to come back. Bull markets don't end until the public is euphoric about stocks. That's been the case of my career, and uh, we're nowhere near that now. So you can buy with confidence. Use pullbacks to Uh buy, and you don't get many of them. We may have just
0: just seen our last one for a while. It's going to be fun to watch. (laughs) It's going to be a great end of the week, too. Got earnings coming up now. So, I mean, we got a lot of stuff to look forward to here. A, a jobs report on friday jobs report on friday um gonna yeah. be yeah, a good number yeah Could small, be a big small number. business number coming back today strong numbers previous months revised higher
1: so i mean consumer confidence is killing it housing looks great uh and the public still hates the market you know it's <laughs> it is insane but it's an opportunity right
0: and that's all we'll keep bringing it to you here thanks again everybody for tuning in today uh that is all that we have time for but please be sure to subscribe to receive our podcast every day at the market close. It won't be a dual one like this every day, but uh, it'll be either Kip or myself here with you. Uh, You can sign up at vrainsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top. We'd love to have you with us. Uh, Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.